This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined here broadcasting live to you from Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and I'm joined by my good friend Coach Mike on the board. Good afternoon, Mike. How you doing? Man, we are... We're doing good. We're doing well, and it's. Uh, if I'll turn on my mic, there, there. you go. <laughs> it's uh, a, just a beautiful sunny afternoon here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, about mm, high eighties, maybe. I, I clocked it at about eighty-eight degrees as I was driving over. My my car did anyway. And uh, but tonight we've got a contest for the Murray County Public Schools game of the week. Uh, tonight between Marshall County and Columbia Central High School. Yeah, there's uh, it's it's really a, a, a great situation because we get to start the season with a rival game. Uh, these two teams have been uh, going at each other for a long time, and the last few years Marshall County's kind of had the upper hand, but uh, with with the new coaching, uh, new coaching group, and and uh, some uh, new offense, new defense, and you know all that stuff. Yeah, it comes with a new coaching group. The uh, the Lions are excited about the opportunity, and they feel like they've they've got a shot to turn the tide. Well, you hit the nail right on the head. Columbia has a first year coach and a legendary player from the 2010 state championship team. Uh, Tradarius Goff is the uh, brand new, and I'm talking brand new head coach of the Columbia Central High Lions, and. Um, I don't think they could have made they could have made a better Dr. Steele couldn't have made a better choice to lead these young group of men uh in their quest to uh be a be a good person, be a good team, uh unity, I mean you name it. You check all the boxes with Tradarius Goff and uh and his staff that he's assembled in in a very short period of time. Yeah, uh, coach Goff is is what he is the model of what these young men are wanting to be. He's a state champion player. He played in college. Uh, he now moved on into the coaching ranks. Uh, he has been successful in, in every facet of his career that he wants. You know that he's that he's taken off and and, and now moving into the next step of of head coaching. And uh, he he's become a, a model. He's already got the credibility of the kids because he was part of the state the last state championship team, right? And uh, so the, so the kids are already they already know who he was before he ever stepped on campus. Well, and that was that helped an awful lot with the transition. Uh, he brought in uh, two or three of the guys that played with him uh, on that team, uh, Coach Hall and then uh, Coach Wade, who played uh, up in Nashville. But Coach Wade's also got. Uh, college and NFL experience. There you go. And so, and there's not a lot of teams around here that can say they have they they are coached by a staff uh, quite with yeah. the experience and the professional uh, experience that the Columbia Central High School. Staff and those are has. the young guys. And you know, along with him, he has uh, as uh, offensive coordinator. He has Coach John Moore, who was the interim coach here for a little while. His Who's uh, also involved on the 2010 championship? He was the offensive team. coordinator for the for the state championship okay. team as well. Uh, who comes with a huge, you know, you know, again the the state championship experience. But his father is credited with the one who started the wing T offense uh, nationwide. Well, there credited you go. Nationwide. I mean, now we're not well, kind of you know, not necessarily not necessarily using all that all of what his father came up with, but 
he's got football. You know, he's you got go. football in his blood, and he's got the experience. And you know, he's one of the, the old sages. The defensive coordinator, Coach Stone, was the defensive coordinator for the state championship team that Tredarius played on. So it's a little bit. It's so it, 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 it's kind of he's brought he's he's rounded up everybody that he probably could that had experience on that team because now. And the kids know that the players know these are guys that have been there and done that, and sure. they know what it's going to take to get there. And they're excited by by the opportunity to get to work with these men. I I'm part of the staff with with thirty years uh, uh, experience, and so you have a great mix on this staff oh. of young energy with good knowledge. You know. Good, great football knowledge, and you got old, <laughs> older yep. experience uh, with great football knowledge, and it is meshed really, really well. Uh, you know, the, in the last few weeks, the coaches have worked really, really hard to to work together, and it's come together really, really well. We're really looking forward to getting this season. Well, I tell you what, and I tell you what, Mike, we're product. We're you and I are products of the 80s and to borrow a phrase from peaches and herb uh it we're reunited yes. and it feels so good, <laughs> good. I'm, just, I'm just telling you I, I think i think that that is about the only way to put it and we're talking about reuniting uh coaches and players from a team 13 years ago that had an incredible story behind them that uh, propelled them to the state finals and on to the state championship um and they they did it in a fashion of, of just a unified group of young men and, and women that are involved with the program uh, and coaches, and and they did it um, for a teammate that they lost and and cherished his friendship, yeah. and it was just a tremendous story. And and you just you know you you, you can't write a story like that, but it but history has written it. Um, these coaches from that team are back the players that played in that game are coaching and Tredarius Goff is going to make his debut tonight right here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium on Jim Cartwright Field and it's going to be a special night against Marshall County and like you said Marshall County or Lewisburg Tennessee is 20 minutes is 20 miles from to the east of of Columbia and so these these kids know each other these these athletes that are playing on the team oh yeah now, they're they're quite they, familiar with each know, other <laughs> they've known each other from baseball from uh little league baseball to uh junior high football and now into the high school level and so it's going to be a real battle on the field um and just the excitement and the anticipation and the um overall just joy you can kind of it's almost palpable around you you can almost feel it when you talk to people and you talk to faculty at at columbia central high including dr Steele and others you know they you can tell they are excited even though they've been around school systems for a long time uh been involved with schools and been involved with programs and new coaches but i'm just telling you folks if you've got if you've got a couple hours to spend tonight Load the kids up. Load your sweetheart up. Come on down here to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and you're going to see a tremendous atmosphere and a tremendous ball game. Yeah, it'd be a, it, it'll be a fantastic ball game. And uh, and if, if if you can't make it, then uh, we also have you know it's going to be broadcast simulcast on both of our stations, one hundred one point seven, one hundred three point seven. The ball game itself will be, and uh, so you can listen on the radio there and 
we are working on a live stream video okay. that will go through our uh, uh, through our website, and uh, so you might even get to watch it on TV. Well, there you go. And if, then- uh, if if we can get every, if we can get all the kinks worked out, we're working on that right now as we speak. We're working on that. We we we're very. Uh, very confident we're going to be able to get some things rolling on that. Too. And and just like just like Coach Mike said, folks, if 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 you can't get down here to the stadium, yeah, you want to be here if you can. You yeah. want to be here live. I mean, everything's always better live. I feel you know, especially sporting events. But if you want, if you can't make it down here, and you'd like to listen to the game and see what's going on, tune us in at one hundred one point seven and one hundred three point seven, both FM channels. Uh, WKOM out of Columbia, yeah. and you'll hear a cl- crystal clear signal uh, coming into your radio, or you can live stream us on frontporchradio.com. That's frontporchradio.com. If you'll pull that up and just hit the listen live button over the WKOM icon, it'll pick it right up. And we're going to start our broadcast. We have a we have a game day type, just like ESPN. It's not quite the uh, <laughs> not quite the size of, 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 of but we're working on it. That's we're working right. on we're it. We're getting better. This is our second year to do this, and we are in partnership with the Murray County Public School Systems. That's helping us bring this game day show to you, and that broadcast is going to start at five thirty. And that broadcast that, is going to go all the way up until kickoff at 7 o'clock. And that will be on WKOM only. Okay. Uh, we, we do okay. need to remind everybody about that on this station only. Uh, the game itself will be simulcast. There you but, go. Uh, and, yeah, uh, it's really excited about uh, kicking off our second year of the game day show. I think we're, uh, we, we, we had a lot of excitement with it last year. I think it was a very successful opening year last year. Learned a few things, and uh, hopefully Certainly. we can enhance a few things here and uh, get some things going. But uh, we're going to be talking with people from uh, through throughout Murray County and yes. involved in the sports world. Uh, the plans are to talk with uh, the the home team coaches during the game of the week. Maybe a player or two before. Hopefully the, a player or two kickoff. if we can get them before beforehand. So uh, maybe a, maybe a couple of local dignitaries yes. might slide up here. Yep. We might get a vice mayor. We might get the mayor of Columbia. Uh, we might get the county mayor. We don't know. Whoever shows up, they're welcome to come on here and talk with us. But we know we'll have the folks from the downtown office of the Murray County Public School Systems. They'll be coming on uh, talking about what's what's – what's happened and what is going to happen to all of the Murray County public schools, uh, obviously within Murray County borders. Uh, and that, and a lot of that has to do with sports and a lot of that has to do with upgrading sports facilities. And when people say, well, you know, what, they, what does that mean? Are they going to build a new football field? No. Are they going to build a new gym? Maybe not. But what they're going to do, they're going to go in and they're going to put a new floor down in that, not a shiny new floor yeah. in that gym. They're going to get a new paint scheme put on the walls. They're going to get some new bleachers put in. There's been a I mean, huge... there's going to be upgrades that will make make going to a, a sporting event from softball, baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is, they're going to make that a more enjoyable and uh, – just yeah, just making a more enjoyable uh, experience for the spectators coming in to watch these sporting events. Yeah, the the, the school board has made a huge, huge commitment to the uh, to the upgrading of our facilities, uh, sports facilities, all across the county. 
and uh, they've already started working on those things. And with a lot more with to a come. Lot, and mean, a lot, lot more, more to, to Yeah, there's a lot more down heard, the pike. I heard and, a figure about like $28 million. Yeah, there's a whole I mean, bunch of money involved in this. And uh, they've already, like I said, they've already started on some of the up, upgrades and improvements. It's going to make it a very, very fan-friendly uh and a very actually player friendly as well. I mean, yeah. it's not just for the fans and stuff. We're we're talking about improving the facilities for the players across the county, locker uh, room, and, field yeah. houses. So fields, there's going to be you huge, name it. Uh, a huge influx of of attention and money uh, spent on sports all across Murray County. And uh, I mean, and it, it's a it's a it's an <laughs> exciting time. It's it's really an exciting time for sports here in Murray County and with the Murray. Uh, Murray County Public Schools, and, and we, we're really looking forward to getting things, getting things rolling on. And it. for instance, something as simple as the lighting on a, on a softball field or a baseball field. I mean, you might, you folks might have gone and enjoyed a game live at, at a local uh, high school, Murray County High School baseball or softball field, and it gets on in the evening. And they turn the lights on, and you know it's not not you don't feel it's up to par. Well, guess what? Chris Pointer, uh, the athletic director for Murray County Public Schools assured us that the, the lightings will, lighting They're of these fields will be addressed. And you know what? Those lights cost a lot of money, folks. I'm just telling you. They ain't cheap. And, and one of the best ways the listeners can help is to uh, buy the tickets. You know, yeah. Come to the ball games. Support, support. support these athletes. Sure. Support these programs. Uh, support the, the sponsors for these programs. We, 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 we need wanna... corporate sponsors out there, and then we need people to go to these corporate sponsors and spend money with them so they see a return on their investment as well. And I want to say and, an adult ticket is 8 bucks. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, yeah it, it's, it's still one of the best, you know, it's it's one of the best entertainment see, dollars in town. And, it's less, <laughs> it, and that's less than going to see a movie at your local movie theater. So uh, bring the kids out. Get them some popcorn, a soft drink, sit down, and I guarantee you, you're probably going to see a neighbor or two sitting up here in the fans in the stands next to you as as the game goes on. All right, we're up against our first break. We've got a lot to talk about. Nashville is going to get messy tomorrow night, and uh, we're going to talk about that right after this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be right back. Fast Stop Markets, with three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. 
Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike on the board. It is Friday, August 18th, and it's Friday night's lights version here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as we are broadcasting to you live from the, 
I guess this would be the west end zone of Jim Cartwright Field, Field. in Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Stadium. Right. right under the Marion Will Hoyt press box. There you, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's see what's going on. I tell you, right before we left for broke away for the, our, our break, I said that Nashville was going to get messy this weekend, and whether they like it or not, they are getting Leo Messi and enter Miami CF. And I think that CF, we decided that that stands for club football. We're guessing that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that would make the, the most soccer sense. Na- soccer names kind of still, still escape me. I'm a huge, huge uh, soccer guy. But I can tell you right now, the league's well. cup finals is going to involve Nashville SC and enter Miami tonight with the uh, international superstar considered the well he's the best soccer player on the planet yeah uh you know, you know, currently and, and, and you know and, and somebody that. might say you know some, a lot of people argue might be the best soccer player ever to play of course now there's a lot of pele fans that are that would probably argue with with you about that but uh yeah this is by far the biggest event that has come you know to Nashville, especially on a worldwide stage, well, uh, you know we we think you know American football is big and it is it's huge. You know the NFL is huge, college NCAA football is huge and stuff like that. But when you start talking about world attention and and world uh, expenditures and, and paying attention to what's going on, well, our- soccer is is way way ahead. And now Nashville is becoming a part of that that worldwide attention because now we're going to be facing. Uh, you know, National Soccer Club is going to be facing by far the best player in the world in soccer, and uh, with with the opportunity to move forward and play in more international competition. Well, uh, just imagine uh, countries other than the United States, Argentina, where Messi's from, was born. Then, at a young age, he moves uh, his family moves him to Barcelona, Spain, to play. Because he was so highly developed as a teenager and as a youngster, they felt that he needed to play in a more professional setting than Argentina could give them. And they also um, had some medical issues within the family that were starting to, the the bills were starting to pile up. And the uh, Barcelona, Spain uh, professional soccer team, whoever they were at that time, Told the family, move here. We'll take care of you. We'll 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 take we'll, we'll pay uh, Leo, and we'll take care of the family. And so that's what he did, and that's where he's been. But I still think Argentina kind of feels as though he's he's an Argent Argentina. Well, yeah, you know, and, and, and Argentina is no slouch in soccer, soccer world. <laughs> not they, a, they are. They have been so, perennial contenders in so, the World Cup competition. So what I'm saying, so, moving uh, forward with tomorrow night's finals, and it starts at eight o'clock at Giotis Field. Uh, or Geodas Park, yeah, um, there in in South Nashville, um, and it's just going to be a tremendous event. Now, it might not get the people that the 2017 Predators got downtown when they were in the uh, in the Stanley Cup. They, it might not be it might be not be that packed. It, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people in the stadium there. itself. But the eyeballs on the game oh. are going to be tremendously oh, oh, bigger, absolutely. Because this this is a, I think it's going out over Apple TV or something like that. I'm not exactly sure who the carrier is, 
but it's going to be broadcast well, worldwide, and it's got world attention, uh, especially since Messi has come into the United States and, and and had such an impact. He had nine goals in seven games. Well, let me put it this and way: and just was just, and he's turned the the Miami team. They were last in their division when he arrived. Now they haven't started as league play as far as the MS or the. MLS or something like that, but this tournament play, all of a sudden, he has turned this Miami team into a formidable force by himself. He's made everyone around him better, which is what a great player does. So uh, the world's attention is coming here and gives Nashville a chance, you know, gives Nashville and Middle Tennessee a chance to to shine and, um, well, and we're you, really looking forward to it. It's going to, it's going to be huge. And, 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 you know, we talked about the predators in 2017, they came up short. Um, the Titans in 2000 came up a couple yards short. Um, God bless them. <laughs> but, you would have to remind us about but that. But this, this will be the first championship for the city of Nashville in pro, in, in, in pro sports. Yeah. I mean, if we, if we can pull it off, yes. There's no other way to cut it. Yeah. There's no other way to say that. Yeah. That soccer, which was just – this team was just expanded four years ago in 2020, uh, along with Miami, Inter-Miami, and these two teams are now vying for the league's – what's called the League's Cup Trophy. Um, and that will be decided tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, in Nashville, Tennessee. So let's all pay attention. Root for our local boys. Uh, Mr. Mukhtar, uh, who is a terrific – a uh, wonderful professional soccer player well, in, MVP, in, in, in his own right. League MVP last year. There you go. So he's probably you know the, the best player outside of Messi in the right. league. And a lot, a lot and of a lot so, of so there's a lot of competition right there. I'm sure he's he's looking forward to the competition to to see how just how he can measure up. And a lot against of, a the lot of predictors best. now. A lot of a lot of talking heads with the, that know much more about soccer than than I do. And I'm I'm going to speak for you too, probably yeah. you too, <laughs> easily. But the a lot of them are picking. Some are picking it Nashville two to one, three to two. Some are picking Enter uh, Miami. Same way, two to one, three to two, and another one picked him in penalty kicks. Yeah. So, um, and now I don't, and I'm not sure how. I guess he'll go to penalty kicks. Is I'm not really see that shows you how much I know about soccer, but I'm just going to tell you, I I would find that it was hard to. It's hard for me to understand how a championship game can be decided after. After so so much regular time and play by penalty kicks, I, I don't understand that. That's like that's like that's like saying Mike that two football teams play and they play and they wind up three to three after after regulation, and then they line the kickers up, they line the kickers up from the thirty yard line and see how many they, kicks they could make. I, I don't agree with that. Well, it's uh, I mean I know, you know they, 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 each league in soccer. I I know. Uh, some leagues in soccer will play an extra, an extra shortened period, much like the NHL. The NHL kind of does a, a, a hybrid of that. They'll play three-on-three three for uh, a period, and then in the regular season, they'll go ahead and do penalty shots after the, the extra period. In the playoffs, then they, but they play sudden death in the playoffs. The, uh, the NCAA has, has decided you know, that they, they have their – extra time playoff and they've decided that after two rounds from the 25 yard line it goes into an extra point line 
Right. And goes to the three-yard line, and they have to go for two right? and and stuff like that. So what they're looking at is part of it is the health of the players. You've got to understand, these guys have been playing – you know they've been running, and if you if you, if you've never played soccer, I, I coached it for about three years, and it was amazing to me the conditioning that you've got to be in because it's constant running. It, it's it's the same running the type of running in basketball where you're playing offense and defense, oh. and you're going back and forth, back and forth. Except you're on a field that's almost a third bigger than a football field. Right. Well, and yeah. and so it's it's huge. You know, there's finally they're they're just kind of looking at it saying, okay, these teams have played. An hour, hour and a half. I think it's ninety minutes total. Yeah, I think it's two forty-five minutes. Two forty-five minutes. So they, they played ninety minutes, and they they can't do it. They can't decide it on the field. They're tied up. These guys, you know, they're they're on their last leg. We're going to force the issue into a penalty kick, and sooner or later, somebody's going to mess up. <laughs> right, and and and, and it, it does. It turns in. Unfortunately, it doesn't turn into somebody. It, it really what it turns into in penalty kicks is more who makes the first who makes the first multiple mistake, right. and right. instead well, of I, who I who who, go, who scores the first goal. Type and I know thing. in Stanley Cup play, uh, there's no there's no shootouts in, in Stanley Cup play. in the playoffs. In there the, is I, in season well, I, after in, a, after Stan, an extra well, period. There saying. is in Stanley Cup yeah. playoff play. There's no shootouts. They they right. just they just keep going extra period until somebody scores. And you know, I, I but thought, they do reduce the number of players. Okay, you're right. I get it. And and that that opens some things. That does change. You know, does modify sure. the game from the regular game. Absolutely. Bit, well, so. I tell you what, and uh, I'm going to watch tomorrow night. I'm not a, I'm not a soccer fan. I don't watch. Oh, soccer. It's going to be fascinating, but I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm looking for a sellout crowd. I'm looking for a big crowd outside uh, Geodis Park, where uh, you know I'm sure people without tickets will be tailgating and and partying and and getting ready and and you know just think about the excitement of the Nashville fans that get to see that have a ticket. Soccer fans that get to see Leo Messi play live, and this ticket is a hot ticket item. I don't, you heard some of the prices <laughs> I mean, the stars, that have been going around. The stars are going to be out tomorrow. The, uh, and I'm not talking about in the heavens. Yeah, the I'm uh, about in the sitting in sitting in the park watching the games. I saw I, I, I saw one time where the, the the lowest ticket price, the lowest for the worst seat in the place, is going at about twelve hundred dollars right now. There you go, and and, you know, and the highest ticket, you know, the best one is going roughly oh, about eight thousand. Unbelievable! Well, you know, and so that's heard, for one ticket. That's, I also heard that now, before Messi, BM, <laughs> Inter Miami, BM. Okay, careful, careful about how you I'm use that. Inter Miami, BM scored. Miami had scored twenty-one points on the season. No, oh, I'm sorry, twenty-two points on the season. After AM, AM, <laughs> after Messi got there, he scored 21. Yeah. So, I mean, just think about the impact that one player has had. And it's going to be late. And he has if made. He can pull this, if he can pull this League's Cup trophy championship off and take that trophy home with him back to Miami. You know, it's gonna his his legend will even grow even greater. Uh, you know, the story will will go on. Yeah, and, and part of what's happened with him is because teams are having to focus so much energy on slowing him down. They're not going to stop him, but they try to slow him down, stuff like that. The other Miami players have gotten better and have had more opportunities because you know everyone's focusing on him. So now that opens the door, and he's done. You know, as, as many goals as he scored. 
he's also been very, very uh, unselfish about the ball. And, you know, he scores when he gets his opportunities, but he's also done a whole lot to set up scoring opportunities for his teammates as well. And, uh, you know, which has made them a much stronger team all the way around. Okay, uh, another another individual in his own right and tremendous player uh, is Ronald Acuna Jr. for the Atlanta Braves. Um, he is in the middle of a National League or maybe Major League Baseball MVP campaign. And right now I'm just going to call him the face of Major League Baseball for 2023. Now get some of these numbers, okay? 27 home runs. Major League best, 55 stolen bases, and they played 119 games. He's the only player right now with 25 home runs and 25 stolen bases, and he's on track for being the founding father of a new club in Major League Baseball, and that's somebody with 35 home runs and 75 stolen bases, which has never been done in Major League, Major League Baseball history. Okay, He's being compared to Ricky Henderson, Eric Davis, who used to play, that would be the Cincinnati Reds, if I'm not, was it the Reds? Eric and, da- yes. Davis I believe it was Eric Reds. Davis for the Reds. Yeah. And, of course, Joe, Joe Morgan played for the Reds. That was, that yeah. was with the big red machine. Um, now, get this. His, Acuna's batting average is three thirty eight right now with a four twenty three on-base percentage. But the most amazing thing about this is last year he had a 25% strikeout rate but and that's about the league average somewhere around there 25 percent guess what he's done this year he's cut that in half his his strikeout rate is now right right at 12 percent wow and uh this this dynamic player mr ronald acuna jr and i know all the braves fans from around here my grandson uh, his mom and dad, they're, they're huge Braves fans. They watch every game. They wouldn't even talk to me while the, when I come over and visit with them if a Braves game's on. Um, this, this season, the 12% strikeout rate is seventh best out of 140 qualified hitters, okay? Uh, and Acuna has a higher walk rate, a better on percentage rate, and more home runs than any player above him. Uh, the Braves asked their catcher, Sean Murphy. They said, now wait. Now, Sean, how do you advi- how do you devise a pitch sequence to retire Ronald Acuna Jr.? And uh, Sean Murphy just shook his head to whoever asked him the question and said, uh, you know, I'm just happy he's on our team. So really he didn't, he didn't have an answer on how to pitch Ronald Acuna Jr. because he's so dynamic and so fantastic as a hitter and as a fielder. So, uh, you know, the Braves and, and Mike, we've talked about us living in an era right now of some terrific uh, from Shohei Otani, Ronald Acuna, Acuna Jr., you name it. We've got it. So there it is. We're up against our second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, Coach Mike. Give us about four minutes. We'll be right back.
Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is J.P. Plant with TriStar Sports Radio. As I travel around southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama covering local and regional sports, sometimes both me and my car need a bit of refueling. Fortunately, there's always a Quickmark convenience store nearby. Whether it's filling up with a cup of joe or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep, Quickmark convenience stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quickmark convenience stores, proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group. Your health is our primary care. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike on the boards. It is Friday, August 18th, and that means Friday Night Lights as we are coming to you live just off of Jim, just to the side of Jim Cartwright Field from Lindsey Nelson Stadium, right over here, right next to Columbia Central High School, as the Marshall County Tigers come into town tonight to take on. The Columbia Central Lions and their new coaching staff, new head coach, uh, some brand new head coach, Tredarius Golf, and he's also got some of his assistant coaches that coached him when Tredarius and his good friend and assistant coach Dre Hall were playing in the and won the state championship. Back in 2010 for the Columbia Central Lions. Yeah, again, a great, great mix of. of Youthful energy and knowledge of the game, along with some experience that has been coaching at the highest level of high school sports here in Tennessee. Uh, we're, we're really excited about the, the coming season, and and we get to kick it off tonight. There you and go. we get to open up against a, a, a very challenging team. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock, so load the family up in the family truckster. Get them on down here to uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium here at the Murray County Park, right next to Columbia Central High School. And uh, enjoy the festivities and uh, enjoy a great ball game between two terrific teams that, you know, only 20 miles separate the two, the two, the two towns. And so, uh, like I said before, these kids have grown, these, these young men um, have grown up playing sports against each other, whether it be Little League, uh, Pop Warner, uh, Middle School, whatever it is, they know each other pretty well. And and this is – It just breeds the rivalry even more. That's exactly right. They they, they may be buddies, but – the buddy's the one you want to beat when you get on the field. <laughs> All right. The NFL last night had their Thursday night edition of preseason football as the uh, Cleveland Browns and the Philadelphia Eagles played to an 18-18 to final tie. They ended up tied. I think preseason, they, they don't, don't play, play overtime. They don't play so, overtime. Yeah, uh, and that makes sense in a preseason. Sure, sure it does. And so. Now, uh, the Cade York, who was the kicker for the LSU Tigers last year and drafted by Cleveland in the fourth round. Cleveland drafted, used a fourth-round fourth pick to draft the LSU kicker, Cade York. Um, he, misses, he missed two chances from 47 yards away with about two minutes left in the game. He met the first one, pulled it to the left. Uh, there was a penalty on the Eagles, so they teed it back up, pushed it to the right. Over-adjusted. There you go. But he, but to Mr. York's defense, he did hit three field goals earlier in the game, two 43-yarders and a 37-yarder. But I would guess still the Cleveland Brown management are – 
wondering and asking themselves, did we do the right thing by by using a fourth round pick on a on a college well, kicker? Yeah, that's uh I mean kickers kickers are a different breed anyway. <laughs> I mean I just say that as a coach and, and a former cons- player. Cons- they're they're a different they're a different player. They're cons- they're some of the most important people on your team, but they're a really different player. Okay, you're a, you're a football coach. Uh, do you do you consider a kicker a football player? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, some you know, coaches they're do not. huge. They are a some, huge part of your some, team. Some do now, not. They're 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 the they're the part of the team that will drive you nuts. <laughs> there you, <laughs> because you know they no they don't go out and hit a lot and and, and, and stuff and they spend most of their time you know kicking and, and stuff they they but and, and they have their own mental game. <laughs> It's, so you just know, let them do their job and you, leave you them let them out. do the thing as long as they're as long as they're successful at it you, you love them okay and but the problem is is if they're not they will drive you absolutely bonkers well tonight there are also two NFL preseason games Carolina visits the New York Giants Giants are favored by three with a thirty eight total and the Cincinnati Bengals go to Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by six and a half for the 38 and a half over under total. Magic Eight Balls pick Carolina tonight and Atlanta tonight. Carolina plus the points, and Atlanta giving up six and a half to Cincinnati, believe it or not. Last night, uh, the eight ball had Philadelphia and over. The game went over the 35 and a half, but Cleveland covered the plus three and a half, so it went one and one last night. Um, you know, we've talked about being in an era right now where we're seeing incredible athletic prowess by people like Shohei Otani and and Leo Messi. Um, There is a player that plays for the Seattle Mariners. His name is Julio Rodriguez. And um, Mr. Rodriguez is doing some things at Seattle that is, you know, pretty much, I wouldn't say mind-boggling, but so for instance, last night, uh, Mr. Rodriguez had an eighth. It, excuse me, had an eighth inning three-run homer that put his team ahead five to four over Kansas City, and they and the Mariners ended up winning six to four. Uh, Mr. Rodriguez also had a double in that game. Um, he went five for five with five RBIs, and he also scored a run. Um, he the night before he he'd gone four for five, and in this four game series, he became the first Seattle player in franchise history to record twelve hits in a four game series. So if you think about that, that is averaging three hits, three safe hits a game in a four game series, and the average number of times up to is only is what four four is four. Uh, so he's batting. Times, so, so roughly, you say, three out of four times so he's, he's batting. Hit. So he's batting seven fifty. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and in a league, in a league where batting three hundred is considered good, great, <laughs> is considered great. Yeah. You know? And he, he's he's batting you know more than twice that at the moment. Now again, baseball is is quite well known for streaks, streaks well, he, and slumps. He's so. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez is the fifth player in Seattle history. Uh, with at least five hits and and five RBIs in in one game, and he's the first Mariner with twenty home runs 
in his first two seasons plus 30 stolen bases this season. So as, as we move forward and we look at people like Shohei Otani, Julio Rodriguez, and some of the things that these some of these things that these players are doing uh, in real time. We're not reading about the Babe Ruth of the past. You know, we're not reading about uh, the Joe DiMaggio's. This stuff is going on right now in our presence, yeah, and, and that's and that's just and we're that's seeing awesome. A, that's terrific. A different type of athlete that is well rounded. It's not they're not specialists. You know, you don't have the you know the the, the sluggers. You know that you know. That are just sluggers, you know. You had, you know, like the the, the Reggie Jackson, Mister October. You know, he was quite well known for hitting his homers and, and stuff like that in, in clutch situations. Mister, don't ask him to steal a base. You know, that wasn't even that wasn't even that, close into the. That was not going to. Happen. That was not going to happen. Um, you know, you had Johnny Bench as a catcher, you know, extremely good catcher and a power hitter. But again, he was not. He was not fleet. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Not all that fast and, and stuff. Now you're seeing guys that can hit, can pitch. Can run. Can run. Field. <laughs> Field. You know, they're, they're, they're the they whole package, and we're getting more and more of them. That's sure. That's one of the things is they're they're not becoming the uh, the unicorns that they used to be. Now there was an inter inter team scrimmage uh, this past week between the Washington Commanders and the Baltimore Ravens, and Washington cornerback Danny Johnson has come out with a rotator cuff strain after he got into a brawl with Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. Now Andrews is six foot five, two hundred and sixty pounds. Uh, the cornerback for Washington, Danny Johnson, is five foot nine, one hundred and ninety pounds. Corners um, know no fear, and they <laughs> and they said uh, that Mark Andrews just picked him up and just probably body slammed body slammed him to the ground, which they said would have gotten him probably suspended for a game or two, or definitely fined. Probably will get it, fined anyway. Had it been a real, but you know what? They don't have. The NFL has nothing to do with practices, they say. But they within the teams, that's you know, they, they the do agree. The you know, one of the things that you know these inner these inner team practices, um, and uh, they you know, they kind of have to agree with each other that hey, this is going to be intense. Um, but uh, but you know it's going to be an intense practice. It's going and, and stuff like that. Motions. But we also got to take care of each other because we both have a season to play. Absolutely. And so getting into fights and, and, and stuff like that is going to happen. They know it's probably going to happen, but they try to limit it as much as they can, especially between two different teams. Uh, you you know, they, a lot of coaches don't like it within the team. You know, and some coaches are kind of like, well, you know, hey, they're finally showing some fire. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm you know, and, and you know, but, they're tired of hitting each other. They're, right. They're, they get to a point where they want to hit somebody else. But it becomes counterproductive when you start hurting, getting hurt. Right. And so uh, they've got to be careful. Control your emotions. This. Control your emotions. And there's, there's a reason why you get fined. It's why you get suspended and fined during the season for the same action. Okay. The Missouri State Legislature has passed a law in favor of athletes from Missouri, high schools, wherever, but from the state of Missouri, that choose to stay and play ball in the state of Missouri. You know, the NIL, yeah. so the, the, the NIL, NIL deals that all the, uh, the world is talking about now for colleges. Well, the 
Missouri State Legislature, like I said, has passed a law that allows its athletes that sign with an in-state school, Mizzou, Missouri right. State, Southwest Missouri State, whatever the deal Simo, is, yeah. Southeast Missouri to State immediately as well. start to receive NIL money when if somebody from Missouri were to sign with Alabama or Tennessee or whatever the deal is, it might take them four, five, six months, eight months to get the NIL money finally moving in from the university. But the lawmakers sped that up and put that in an express lane for the in-state. As long as you, you stay, stay in-state. In state. Yeah. As long as you stay. In There's play. a little bit of an incentive That's there. That's right. So, <laughs> so Missouri is getting a little bit of a, you know, they're getting a little bit of a boost there from their own lawmakers uh, within the state. And, you know, I guess that's just the nature of the beast. There's yeah, really it's, really- I, I'm, I'm still, to me, at least for me, the jury's still out about this NIL business. I, I don't – I understand the players should be compensated because there are, you know, the schools, the, the universities. Com- I thought they were compensated with an education. They, Yes, but and for, what, for, what the universities, for what the universities are making off of their they're skills not. and stuff like that, it's not even close. Okay. And, and, yes, they're getting an education. They're getting, they're getting those scholarships. But there's also got to be another line as well. Like okay. you said, uh, you know – Right now, it's the wild, wild west. Absolutely. There's no, there's no, regu- there's not much regulation, of, if any, and it's, you know, it, it's it's open, it's open season, okay. and, and it's hard, it's hard to build loyalty. It's hard to 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 build a program when you don't know. Well, who, with the if, transfer if the portal, jump with the transfer, transfer portal, and the NIL, yeah, they're just hopping and, and they're going they're going to have to come they're, up with some gonna, boundaries. They're going to find the best deal. They're going to have to come up with some boundaries, sure. and uh, to keep that from just becoming something of. Uh, of a total mess. Yeah, like you said, the Wild Wild West. Hey, Juwan Jennings, remember him, guys? He was the wide receiver for the UT Vols back in 2019. Uh, He got drafted by the uh, San Francisco 49ers, right? Well, his quarterback, Brock Purdy, who came on last year towards the end of the season was just from Iowa State, was just a knockout quarterback. Brock Purdy just has gone – just gotten out and returned to practice from some surgery on his ulnar ulnar collateral ligament. I'm not sure where on the body that is. I hope it's not the bad. I think it's his elbow. Too bad of a place. But he just got back out of the hospital, and they asked Jawan Jennings, you know, about his quarterback, and was he surprised he returned so fast? And Jennings, for the most part, was not surprised. He said, I checked up on him when he was in the hospital, his progress. He seemed to be good, doing well. Jennings said everything was going great. Now he's back out there throwing it, and he's just being Brock Star. That is going to be – that's the new nickname, Brock Star for Brock Purdy. He's going to be a Brock star. And you can credit Juwan Jennings from Tennessee (laughs) with all the credit. Blackman High School with all with with that with that nickname, because it is Brock star from here on out. Is he going to charge? He's going to charge you for agent fees there or something. I'm not sure. And right here at the end of the show, you guys remember the biggest story from the PGA championship the last year at Oak Hill. Michael Block, the 47 year old teaching pro that got Uh, into the got into to yep. the top 20 that yeah. finished 15th in the tournament and got a $300,000 paycheck. Well, they ha- obviously have a scouting group that goes out and, and plays courses for the next year's 
championship so they can make adjustments they can make some suggestions well they were at valhalla in louisville yesterday a group and michael block was in the in the practice group with them playing guess what he did he tied the course record michael block the teaching pro <laughs> from Miss be a teaching pro very much longer california carted seven birdies and an eagle during a practice round thursday finishing ninth nine under and tying a course record with a 63 and the last time somebody shot a 63 on that course was Jose Maria Olathebel. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Coach Mike. You all have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again.